With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app is wishing you the happiest holidays. And to kick off the season of giving, DraftKings has new promotions and odds boosts every day this week. Luckily for us sports fans, there is an abundance of action taking place this week. Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs while college basketball season is just getting underway. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook. So head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss these offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet. From live betting to betting on your favorite players, they do it all. And to celebrate this weekend's UFC 256, DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings when placing any bet on UFC 256. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older, Colorado only, bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Live and now we're live and now we're live here on That's Good Broncos, where we're enjoying another Broncos victory 32 27 over the panties. <laughs> Got uh, I'm I'm at Benchwarmer Brew. Uh, I'm here with Horsecock Lock. The Broncos get a victory. Don't know if that hurts or helps them, but it felt nice to watch them win. Uh, this podcast slash live stream is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings to take advantage of them and their can't-miss offers. And also by my coffee company, BenchwarmerBrew.com. We had somebody order 26 bags of coffee in one single order this week. He's going to get a big dick shout out on the best and worst episode. Ready to go. Um, okay, Will, a lot to kind of talk about here. Drew Locke has a career game against a bad, very young Panthers defense. Melvin Gordon looks like the better running back again. And we see Pat Shermer elect to run with Philip Lindsay in some select situations a few times again. Uh, Brandon McManus misses a couple PATs. Brandon McManus tweets, Brandon McManus sucked today. Uh, so he already owned that up. Don't need to criticize the Gooch Slayer. Um, and this game, the Broncos controlled most of this game, uh, but they let P- Carolina claw back in late. 
But overall, just a fun football game because we saw the Broncos offense score some fucking touchdowns today. Four touchdown passes from Duloc. What are your thoughts? Well, let's back up first because it's kind of gotten buried and it feels like it happened uh, 10 years ago, but Deontay Spencer had the first kick return touchdown. It was a punt return specifically for the Broncos since 2015. Fuck, which is insane to think about. Since 2015, eh? It was Omar Bolden against the Colts. That was the last time they ran a kickback. I don't know how many they've given up in that span, but it has to be like five maybe six since then. But yeah, it's been forever. And it was it was a little weird. It was a little bit of deja vu because if you remember the last time we played in Carolina, uh, they punted the ball to Trendon Holiday. Holiday Road. Also number 11, and he took a punt back for a touchdown. Yeah, I think I got, more legitimate. I got that observation written down in the, the recap. Uh 11s scoring punt return touchdowns. Uh, Trendon Holiday, of course, his only weakness was uh, catching the punts. Deontay Spencer, been great at catching punts, been bad at judging when to catch punts and when to let him go into the end zone. Uh, he did a better job against uh, at that today. Uh, Agreed. Including, like, you know, anytime you score a, a – a special teams touchdown. That's nice. Carlos Alberto Diaz. Uh, yes, we do send coffee to Mexico, just so you know. Um, okay. So, yeah, a special teams touchdown. That's a rarity because the Broncos special teams have been questionable, dicey, bad all year long. And McManus has been the only good part of the special teams. Today he was not good. So, my whole theme for this season is every time the Broncos do something good, it's followed by something bad, or when something is formerly bad, it's good. But when that good thing switches from bad to good, another good thing goes to bad. And if you can't follow that, I don't blame you. Not as ev- not everybody is as you know quick-witted as I am. But that seemed to happen even in this game. Like the Broncos would score a big touchdown and then give up you know, something to the Panthers or um, I'm in a good mood about it because ultimately the Broncos won. Had they lost this game, this might've been one of the more infuriating losses. Uh, But let's, let's credit Drew Locke for throwing 280 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, did get blasted and fumbled a ball that resulted in a, a Panthers touchdown. Don't fumble near Jeremy Chin. We told you. We, yeah, specifically. We it's simple. <laughs> Don't do it. I love when we're so dead on about something in our prediction episode. <laughs> yeah, um, certain MVP of the NFL season, perhaps. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers coming back, coming oh, back at it. All Aaron Rodgers has to do today is not throw three interceptions like Patrick Mahomes, and he'll take the lead again. Um, but in this game, Broncos Panthers. Broncos had to reshuffle their offensive line today. Garrett yeah. Bowles out with an illness. Noah Fant then left the game with an illness. So this illness Very must bizarre. not be good. Um, COVID-20, perhaps. Then they put, yeah, Natane Moody, Moody at guard in place of an injured Graham Glasgow. They put Elijah Wilkinson at right tackle, then start Calvin Anderson at left tackle. So DeMar Dotson, who's usually been starting at right tackle, not there. So Locke's got to perform – 
with you know a, a, an offensive line that's been shaked up. But this is a good game to do that because the Panthers have not been a great uh, pass rushing team yeah, this season. So uh, I wasn't worried about the line really at all in terms of pass protection. Um, although I think that sack that they did give up where Locke was blasted and then fumbled, I think that was uh, Natane Mutie's assignment and he missed the blitz. It came in from the right so. side. I don't know whose fault it was, but uh, maybe Graham Glass goes in. That one play doesn't happen. Uh, but that was like the big miscue I saw. Other than that, they did a decent job. And really, Drew Locke had wide open receivers all day. And he recognized them and was accurate with them. So that's my takeaway. Honestly, it's kind of bizarre to say this, but losing the three offensive linemen today, Bowles, Glasgow, and Dotson going left to right, was kind of a blessing in disguise, today at least, because it forced Pat Shermer to call quick hitters, get the ball out of the hands quickly. Uh, they used uh, Mute. I think he, I think it's pronounced Mute, but someone correct us. Uh, they used him in, in run blocks, uh, pulled him around. He's, re- he's a really good run blocker, questionable pass blocker, but you can kind of learn that. Can't, like, learn how big and, and tough he is. He played really well. I thought uh, Calvin Anderson played pretty well. I didn't, you know, I didn't notice anything off of his side. Even Elijah Wilkinson was pretty good, but yeah. it forced them to think a little bit more conservatively. Uh, they got Drew Lock on the run, just kept hitting the tight ends on little bootlegs, and then uh, eventually they found the uh, the deep routes when they were open. And I think it was kind of a like I said, just like a, a blessing in disguise for the play calling, and I think they figured something out. Yeah, I thought the the play calling was definitely better. Um, here's what, like, everybody, you know, on social media right now is uh, trying to take a victory lap on the Drew Locke haters, which I understand. I think we've been pretty fair on Drew Locke. Like, yeah. During his bad games where we've said, don't use this to write him off completely. Um, and I have to feel the same way about his best game, which was today, in that I don't know how many games a season the Broncos receivers, uh, ball catchers will be as open as they were against Carolina's secondary today. I okay, mean, but he, he was also he was losing. Uh, he lost Noah Fant. No, I know. They're in the offensive lineman too. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not shitting on him, Drew. I'm just uh, will. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is, when you have Nick Van Open, Nick Vanette. Oh God, what is wrong with me? Oh, Nick Van Open. <laughs> Nick Van Open. That's his new nickname. That's the best nickname he'll ever fucking Troy, get. Troy catch ballsy. Yeah. Uh, when you have Nick Vanette open with nobody five yards around him in the back of the end zone. When you have Troy Fumagalli turn a screen pass into a 27-yard gain that you know takes the ball down to the three-yard line, and KJ Hamler, well, KJ Hamler might be that open, maybe pretty regularly if if he's as good as he he we think he is with his speed. Um, I just and, and I'm not saying Drew Lock didn't make any tough throws. He had a great rollout on third and eight 
where uh, the Panthers were breathing down his neck. He completes the pass to, I forget who it was. Um, I but, think it was Van Nett. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Van Nett or Fumagalli, one of the two. Um, same guy. Yeah, basically the same player. <laughs> uh, both known for their blocking. But Could I think it was awesome. That. Like, it felt good to see Drew Locke play great football against talent that I don't think is uh, – Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I just don't think the Panthers' defense is good. But, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but I'm not going to say I am 100% sold Drew Locke is going to be awesome for the rest of his NFL career. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to enjoy no, no. this victory. It's just, you know, it's just one of those games where I think a lot of quarterbacks might have had a big game against the way Carolina played defense today. Yeah, but you saw Drew Locke, I think, for the first time really this season get the benefit of like a really well-called game by his offensive coordinator. Like the benefit that you know Patrick Mahomes or someone like that gets every single week. That's fair. And he they hasn't also- had that. And you see like, yeah, he didn't make any tough throws. He really didn't have to. And he should you shouldn't put any quarterback in a situation where they have to consistently make tough throws. No. Uh, and so they they had the perfect game plan and executed it perfectly. And part of that is because the run game was working too. But um yeah, I mean, we never expected him at this point to be uh, you know, winning a game with tough throws all the way throughout. And you shouldn't put that on any quarterback, really. And so um this is kind of like a – it's not going to be like this, you know, for the rest of the season, for the rest of his career, but it's a blueprint uh, for how to get the best out of him. And they yeah. did. Let's see him do it against the Bills next and week, right? the big complaint, one of the big complaints this season was uh, he can't hit a deep ball two right on the money today. Yes. Two deep balls, both to KJ Hamler, I believe. Quick one- decision. One not-so-on-the-money throw to Jerry Judy, where Jerry Judy made a great correction uh, in his route to, I think it was like a 31-yard pass. But uh, nobody was around Jerry Judy, so it, it's okay. It's okay, Will. Don't get upset. He threw it off the back foot. Yeah, he did throw it off the back <laughs> foot. Little, I, don't think, jumper. I don't think he had to in that situation. Maybe not. But, Connor Mack, 499 Super Chat. My bench warmer brew is fire. Broncos need to win next week, and they are all safe for another year. Thank you, Connor, for buying my coffee. It is um, very good. It's good coffee. Will got his today. Bubba Fett, 499 Super Chat. Thank you, Bubba. Bubba, Boba, Bubba, Bubba. Ooh, we got Trevor Price, uh, former NFL Bronco great. $5 super chat. Really enjoyable game to watch today. Excited for the rest of the season and next season. Also Rogers for MVP over Mahomes. Fuck yes, Trevor. Um, One more super. Oh God. Super chats coming in hot. One more super chat here. John $5. Brandon, take a shot to celebrate the win. I can't John, because I've got too much work to do tonight. And I had my whiskey share Friday night and Saturday night. He'll share, he'll share the video at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at the end of the videos. Uh, and Stefan Gibson or Steven. $5 super chat. Probably. 
am salty of the outcome because my Panthers lost and could have had a better chance, but good game. Yes, the Panthers did lose. Teddy got shit going in the second half. Uh-oh, we've got... There's a ba- I saw the, the leg <laughs> dangling. I was like, what happened here, baby? We've got a baby in the background. <laughs> good luck, Charles. And my shirt was the good luck charm. Oh, yeah. Jess rocked her horse cock lock sweatshirt today. Perfect. And he had his career best. First time she's worn it this season, so I think she deserves a little bit of credit there. And you're going to have to wear it the rest of the season. Never take it off, Jess. I don't care how bad it (laughs) starts to smell. Okay. I don't care care how hot it gets. Look at that cute baby. <laughs> oh, my daughter. My daughter's so adorable. <laughs> my daughter's so cute. Well, I'll tell you what. That girl is going to be so spoiled. She's going to turn into a real bee one day. <laughs> um, all right. Drew Locke, four touchdowns. Been over that. I was about to talk about uh, Teddy Bridgewater. They're calling him they're the Panthers fans. I like to to venture over to the to the opposing team subreddit. The Panthers oh, yeah. fans are calling him Teddy Bridge quarterback water. Ooh. That's rough. They don't they don't much care for him. Not like uh I think you and I do. Yeah, I think we respect that Teddy We respect him. He's not a big play guy, but we no. respect him. You know, um, he had a rushing touchdown. It was a great design sort of uh, QB draw there that started to get things going. Mike Davis, two rushing touchdowns. Um, That's what got Carolina's, you know, back into the game. It was just, it was the Broncos defense in the first half was lights out. Like they held Carolina to a season low, I think 80 passing yard or, eight, or 30 passing yards 80 total yards uh second half again the broncos were without bryce callahan without aj boye duke dawson gets hurt in the first quarter and uh banged up defense kind of got exploited um it's like i'm not going to blame the broncos defense when most of their starters aren't playing for not having a good half that kind of let the panthers claw back in and yeah with two two real cornerbacks uh healthy at that point yeah um we saw Devonte bosby okay so two things i want to talk about vic fangio taking the pat off the board yeah and Devonte bosby playing pretty well he had a he had a pretty solid game he didn't play last week i think they broncos could have used him in the secondary last week and so if you're going to credit the Broncos coaching staff this season for anything, it has been them getting more out of their defense, I think, than we expect every week. Like, they have coached the defense yeah. up. They, No matter who you throw in there, the Broncos' defense has played well, has exceeded expectations. Yet the one guy they don't seem to realize helps the defense is Devontae Bosby, and it took – Another injury just to get him on the fucking field this week. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was the best corner out there today for Denver. I just don't understand that. It's like a paradox with a a team that's so good at identifying talent and getting guys to play well. They just don't, they can't do it with Bosby. 
It's really weird. It's one of the the great unsolved mysteries this season. Yeah. But, <laughs> Robert yeah, he made, he made a great tackle on uh, the fourth and eight play at the end of the game, which, um, you know, maybe fair uh, to criticize Teddy Bridgewater for throwing a two-yard uh, drag route on fourth and eight yep. with the game on the line. So I, I understand uh, if you're upset there. He played well. Uh, he had another, another pass guy. breakup somewhere. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. You just never see him like you, you know, he'll, he'll have passes completed against him. And I think he got called for a penalty at some point today, but you never see him like trailing and you never see him yeah. look stupid. It seems like he's always got things in front of him uh, and he's a good tackler. But another guy I wanted to mention who played really well today uh, for the first time this season, because it's the first time he's played for the Broncos this season, it's Will Parks. Oh, had yeah. Had Will- a big sack in his first game, uh, a couple other uh, big hits. It's nice yeah, to they, see him back. They got Will Parks back at the exact right time in terms of really needing another guy to be in the secondary. And – I think his sack was like a 16-yard loss on Teddy Bridgewater, and it was right before halftime where, you know, the Panthers are trying to run a two-minute offense and get into field goal range, and that really ensured that they weren't going to score any points right before half. It was uh, half of what Patrick Mahomes lost on one sack today. (laughs) Yeah, that Mahomes sack was uh, poetic. That was music to my eyes. And – Go figure. The Dolphins picked Mahomes off three times. That more than he's thrown all season. The Xavier Howard pick in the end zone was one of the best I think I've ever seen. That one-hander? That was incredible. He's got nine picks this season. Like, Yeah. I think the you know, corners used to do that a lot, but no one really throws interceptions anymore uh, except for, I guess, Drew Locke and Carson Wentz and Jameis Winston. Javis Winston uh, not starting this year has has been hard on corners everywhere. But uh, yeah, those he's having like a I don't want to say like a Champ Bailey 2006 season, but man, he's been good. No, it's he has five straight games with a pick, and then he had a streak of four games in a row with a pick earlier this season. Um, Yeah, he's just been phenomenal. You just you just want to put Minka Fitzpatrick on that defense right oh. now it's hard ball hawks like yeah you get minka and xavian howard there they would uh they would be balling but they're gonna benefit from the minka fitzpatrick trade this next draft right no i think they already used their pick did they already oh uh, is it the laramie tunzel pick then yeah because they get the houston draft pick so they get Houston's yeah, first like overall pick from the Laramie Tunzel trade. I think they might have gotten – it was either Austin – they might have gotten Austin Jackson straight up for the Tunzel thing, or it was uh, Noah Igben, Igbenogany. I, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to say the wrong word there, but um, yeah, <laughs> it's a tough one. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it was kind of a downgrade for – I don't know. They didn't use him correctly, so whatever. Well, we got a Harry Fisher pack openings, four ninety nine super chat with a horse cock lock emoji trio. Uh, thank you, Henry Fisher pack openings. Is Cray five dollar super chat? This is for the college fund. Got a good win, Broncos. Uh, thank you, Is Cray. That college fund. Uh, I'm going to encourage my daughter not to go to college. 
I will give her an education in real life learnings. Kenneth Booker, Super Chat. The special teams had a great play. Doink. Yes, the Broncos special teams did have a great play. It was nice to see. Um, We are about halfway into this live stream, which means I have to bring up, Will, that DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is wishing you the happiest of holidays. Me? And to kick off the season of giving, DraftKings has new promotions and odds boosts every day this week. The Broncos were dogs in this game, so if you bet on them to win, you probably won some money. Well, no, you definitely won some money if you bet on them to win because they did win. That's how betting works. Uh, Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs while college basketball season is just getting underway. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when using code DNVR when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook has an in has endless ways for you to bet, from live betting to betting on your favorite players. They do it all. DraftKings is safe, it's reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money. Some places like to let you deposit, but when you want to withdraw it, they are not great. DraftKings, you don't have to worry about that because it's the top-rated sportsbook app. So download it now with code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of their up to $1,000 matching bonus. That's code DNVR to get all the deposit bonuses of up to $1,000 for a limited time. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21. This is for Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Will, what do you do when I read those? I know you tune me out. My mind goes into another dimension. <laughs> and then I'm always back right on time. Okay, here's a super chat from Thomas Wolday, $5. I love Bosby, but some of the plays the Panthers got in the sac- second half were on him. Maybe the calls were not helpful to him. That could be why. Yeah, I'll be honest. I wasn't watching – who was responsible for the Panthers? It was just going so quick. It's hard to like tell who was getting beat. And they're kind of all getting beat. And it felt like the yeah. defense was, you know, they're calling a little bit of prevent defense at that point. Or Teddy was just in rhythm. I don't know. Robbie Anderson's really good. And I think we've said that all season in our best and worst. But yeah, the dude's very, very good. Yeah. We said Panthers have an underrated, uh, Pass ball catching receivers. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore didn't play. He was on the reserve COVID list. Dude, that's something I just can't keep up with anymore. It was no. like who is on or off the reserve COVID list. Um, okay, Vic Fangio taking the PAT off the board. It didn't cost the Broncos the yes. game. You in that situation? Okay, so McManus misses two PATs. Then he makes one but there's a penalty on the Panthers. So Vic Fangio elects to take the penalty, which moves the two-point conversion from the, what, two to one or from the three to the one? Uh, I moved it from the two to the one. Moves it from the two to the one-yard line. Yeah. And then the Broncos do not convert. Uh, they try to throw a pass. Everybody was covered. 
Um, Drew Locke actually made like the best possible decision in that if scenario. Gonna, yeah, if you're going to pass there, by the way, like what does it matter if it's from the two or the one? That's exactly it, I, like it helps you if you're going to run, but if you're passing it, it's not you know you're going to throw the ball further than you know a yard. I would imagine that was that's ex- my joke for the the recap is Vic Fangio yeah. has uh, he has a play he, he loves he from backwards to pass. Yeah. Has a, a play they love from one yard, but not two yards away. Yeah. Um, I just like when you're a team who's not winning games, I am under the general philosophy of never take any points off the board. Um, yeah, I agree. I thought it was a silly thing to do at the time. And I just feel like we're, we're going to kind of have to live with Vic Fangio making about one sort of perplexing in-game decision every week for, for the most part. I think he does a pretty good job, but it seems like there's just going to be one thing where we're like, what the, f- what, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Yeah, I agree. And that's something, fortunately, you can get better at as a coach is you get a little more experience and a little bit of wisdom making those tough calls right. uh, in crucial situations in games. Like watch, watch Andy Reid manage the clock now. It, it only took him uh, – 22 seasons to figure it out, but he's, he's got it. Uh, and now they don't really screw up in that area anymore, but right. you, can, you can get better. You can get better. You can make smart choices. Uh, the things you can't learn like Vic Fangio uh, taking a defense that uh, is like, you know, uh, eight out of the 11 guys weren't even on the roster to begin the season or whatever and turn them into a, a really effective defense. Like those are the things you, you just can't really pick up over time from any, any head coach. That's like a really special talent that he's got uh, and, he, and that he's kind of uh, accrued over his, you know, 115, however many years in the NFL. So, yeah, I think, I think that's probably going to come with time, hopefully yeah. um, sooner rather than later, but I'll take it. Yeah, and I think we we complimented you know Pat Shermer earlier for yeah he deserves it too getting getting Drew Locke some you know more completable passes in this game they turned some of the short yardage passes into big gains uh, but if I'm going to criticize him it's going to be where okay so Carolina scores a touchdown we're yeah. in the final it took him 28 seconds to score. And then they do, they line up like they're going to kick an onside kick, right? And Joey Sly nails the perfect squib kick that lands right at the Broncos' three-yard line and just fucking stops moving. Great, like, great kick. I, I thought Deontay Spencer did the right thing, trying to see if that ball was going to go in the end zone because it looked like it was going to roll there, and it didn't. So Denver gets pinned, right? They get pinned back at their goal line. This is what drives me nuts about Pat Shermer. You're in a bad situation. Melvin Gordon is running the ball very effectively in this game. He finished with 5.2 yards per carry. Uh, He had 68 yards total. He was running the ball well. Philip Lindsay was not running the ball well again. Um, And in that situation, when you know, one, Melvin Gordon's better in pass blocking situations. Melvin Gordon's your better receiving back. And Melvin Gordon has the hot rushing hand in the game. He hands off twice to Philip Lindsay 
And both times the Broncos lose yards in that situation. And then they're in third and 13, Drew Locke gets his pass tipped at the line. Luckily, Melvin Gordon's in the game at that time. He catches it in the end zone, gets back to the line of scrimmage. Broncos have to punt. Luckily, the defense saves their ass after that. So it, it didn't matter. But that was a scenario where, again, I feel like a good offensive coordinator knows which guys are playing the best in that situation and just keeps them in the game there. Um, that that didn't make sense to me. That feels like a... I think it made sense to me. I think you could argue... It's one of those things you could argue either way. I don't think there's a correct way to play that situation. They definitely went the conservative route because... Right. Which is a guy fine. who has fumbling issues dating back to forever versus a guy that's never fumbled in the NFL. I think the... You'll take the odds over Philip Lindsay, uh, you know, busting a run versus the chances that uh, Melvin Gordon fumbles in that situation, and you have a disaster scenario wow. on your hands where, uh, you know, the Panthers have the ball inside the ten for the second time in the game. But it worked that's out. A, because, that's actually a very good point, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Because if Melvin Gordon fumbles in that situation, I would just be saying, why on earth, Pat Schirmer, yeah. do you have Melvin Gordon in the game when Philip Lindsay has never fumbled? All I will do is find a way to complain about Pat Shermer. This is really yeah. revealing about me as a human. <laughs> I'm the asshole. But you know, you know who we have to give credit to as well, and we haven't really mentioned his name in a long time, is Slamming Sammy Martin. He was booming punts all over the place today. Oh, did he? Uh, was he solid? Plus, he was solid, yeah. That plus they got a really, really helpful 15-yard um, penalty on that last punt. So, Oh, the, yeah. Shout out to him. the refs today. <laughs> the Yeah, the, the Panthers fans are upset about that. But, hey. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be pissed too. Uh, it's just nice to see a game where the Broncos got basically all of the calls. <laughs> I mean, were there any calls that like were really? I guess the the roughing the passer was roughing the passer. Tough one. Um, there was a there's the taunting, but the taunting, the defensive that, holding that started. I think it was the drive that ended with that taunting. I think there was two questionable calls there. The taunting wasn't as bad as the the Florida through uh, shoe throw, but uh, <laughs> the taunting though, that's like you can argue whether or not you know, taunting like that is worth a penalty, but given like the rules, that was a, a penalty. I guess uh, we don't know what was said. He flexed pretty hard. He flexed really hard. I think yeah, what if he was like walking over and being like, ah, you're having a really nice game. Or he's, he's like doing the Andrew Luck thing where he compliments him. Yeah. But he's like standing on top of him. Flexing and saying nice things. That's yeah. how you get away with it. Yeah. They, they gotta just r- remove that rule. It's so stupid. Yeah, well, they call it when um, you know Von Miller does the the fake. Oh yeah, Tyrod Taylor. I'm that that was like three years ago, and I'm still pissed off about it. Yeah, we've definitely lost a game because of taunting. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. So I'll I'll take it. I, I I like to believe that you know my running theory is bad calls will even out over a long enough period of time. Yeah, no, I think we both subscribe to that. Yeah. Um, 
It was just nice. The Broncos got him today. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend like they didn't. Um. But yeah, I mean, you That's know, go against us. They made mistakes. Um. KJ Hamler. Mistakes. Nice to see him have a big game. Two touchdowns, awesome. 86 yards. Definitely his best game as a pro. Both of his touchdowns. Uh, he was wide open. The first one, <laughs> the defender. Just nearly fell on it on his face, and um, what I'm getting at here is, you know, Jerry Judy had two catches in this game. Noah Fant left early. Cortland Sutton's still out. So the things we were excited about for this season with the Broncos' offense that we thought was going to take off, which didn't for multiple reasons, injuries. One to Drew Locke. Drew Locke struggling this year. Let's say Drew Locke plays middle-of-the-road quarterback next year but has all those guys back. I think there's actual reason to be very hopeful. Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant. Albert O. won't come back till middle of the season because he tore his knee up late. But, like, uh, you don't know. You never I mean, know. With He could be taking some HGH shit right now. He, and could, by be the time, he could be ready to go by week. Yeah. Seventeen. Do that. Do that really fast healing stuff now, so you don't get dinged for it later, oh, Albert. They like where they like do the centrifuge with your blood and yeah, spin it a bunch. Yeah, do all the good things uh, yes. that the NFL doesn't like. But mm-hmm. my point is, today was a nice example of where I'm starting to buy into the idea that all of these weapons, if they're healthy can be consistent for the Broncos. Um, You know, when you draft guys like Hamler and Judy, you're guessing that they're going to be good at the NFL level. And we haven't really got to see them all play great in a single game together this year. Um, And KJ Hamler was like the last guy where he was starting to get worked in the offense, but seeing what he's capable of, like I'm very, I'm trying to be optimistic about next year because uh, you know, I don't know what the Broncos are playing for this season right now, uh, but I, I think there's offensively, they have the pieces. Now it's just putting it together week in and week out with the right game plan, the right coaching and the right development for Drew Locke. Yeah, I mean, you you still play for the uh, chance that I, I think they're five and eight at this point last year, too. <laughs> just, yeah, they're great at repeating history. And then won two out of their last three. Yeah. So. It feels like they always – I mean, the last last year they, they came on at strong at the end of the season. These seasons are like mirroring each other pretty bizarrely. Um, yeah, they're they're technically still in the hunt too, right? They're still in the hunt. I would – you know, there's the people that just want to lose out every game. Um, but I think that's really, really dumb at this point when you've got a college draft – where there's so much uncertainty because there's such a small sample size this last year and everything's fucked up and you don't know how you're going to recruit or anything. Um, I would just rather take the wins at the end of the year and like look like you're building something uh, in the right direction rather than, okay, well, you know, we've got a pick that's like six spots better. You know, we could fuck that up too. Yeah, you got Jerry Judy at pick 15 when people thought he'd go like, five or six at this point. Yeah. If you've got a top, if you got a top 20 pick, you can, you're going to, 
you've got a great chance at getting an impact player. So it's, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, if you're picking eight or you're picking 16, you're going to get a good guy there, assuming you draft correctly. Honestly, I think um, like this is the year if you, if you're going to trade your first round pick, this would be the year to do it. Because yeah, of- I mean, and the, you know, the, the trade the Broncos made with the Steelers to move to 20 to take Noah Fant, like that was the right move. So I'm not too yeah. worried about the draft pick. Kenneth Booker uh, with the super chat asks, which one guy do you resign? D. Williams, Shelby, Bosby. Shelby. Uh, Shelby. Shelby yeah. Harris, easy. He's probably uh, the best player on the defense, tied with Justin Simmons on a week to week basis. He had another batted pass in this game. It didn't really matter because I think the Panthers scored on the next play. But if the Broncos can bring Shelby and Simmons back, then I'll, I'll I feel optimistic about the defense. Uh, they're both going to cost some money, and again, the salary cap is going to be lower. So I don't know the logistics on that. If you yeah, had to keep one guy between Shelby or Simmons, I think that's the more interesting question. What do you do there, Will? Simmons, because he's younger. Yeah, that's hard. It's tough. Like it's tough, but yeah, I think uh, Simmons is a little bit better. Maybe Simmons too, because uh, Kareem Jackson. I think his contract is over, so you don't know if Kareem's coming back. Uh, Simmons is twenty-seven. Shelby Harris is. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's check on that one. I'd like to see them sign Will Parks too. <laughs> Like, yeah, and he won't cost anything. I don't think Will Parks. You can get Will Parks cheap. Let's see. Um, yeah, Shelby's. He'll be thirty by the start of next season. So that's three years. Not that he can't be good for another three. It'd be nice to get them both back. I think, unfortunately, we'll probably have to make a tough decision on Tim Patrick. Yeah, that the wide receivers. It's just crowded, but it's tough. I mean, he's been so important without Cortland Sutton. Um, I'd love to see him back because if I had to choose between Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton, I want Patrick. Of course. Because then, like, Hamilton, you have Hamler instead. So that's a ham for a ham trade. Easy. Mm -hmm. A ham sandwich. So Judy, Hamler, Sutton, Patrick. Maybe you can keep those four. Who knows? Yeah, that's a little optimistic. Um Will, I am all about optimism what? unless I am talking about Pat Shermer. <laughs> oh, that's that's like the that's kind of the theme of this show entirely. Yeah. Very optimistic except for Pat Shermer. Yeah. All right. We'll anything else from this up. game before we leave? Uh, another four years of dominance over the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Sorry, Carolina. I don't think about you at all. Don't think about you at all. Dominate the foe, except for us. Uh, did you watch my uh, little change-up to that? Uh, I didn't see it, no. Mm. 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 Guess you're not a real Vescus sports fan. <laughs> I, was too, yeah, I was too busy drinking bench warmer brew. <laughs> too busy writing with me and drinking my coffee. Yeah. Sorry about that one. I was on vacation this week. All right, guys. Thanks for watching uh, the Broncos recap. Maybe I'll get it up tonight on That's Good Sports. Who knows? Maybe.
What do I do to end this fucking thing? Good there night. it is. Good night and good luck. LA played without an ACL. Yep. His whole career. DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top-rated sportsbook app is wishing you the happiest holidays. And to kick off the season of giving, DraftKings has new promotions and odds boosts every day this week. Luckily for us sports fans, there is an abundance of action taking place this week. Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs while college basketball season is just getting underway. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook. So head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss these offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players the chance to earn a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet. From live betting to betting on your favorite players, they do it all. And to celebrate this weekend's UFC 256, DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings when placing any bet on UFC 256. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get up to $1,000. That's code DNVR to get a deposit bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 years or older, Colorado-only, bonus comprised of a first-time deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.